please, whatever you're doing, slow down and enjoy Thanksgiving. But we should not do this one day a year, one week a year. We ought to be a thankful people. God has been good to us. I want to talk about it this morning. Lord, please anoint me as I serve it. But I'm so honored. Such a good turnout here. Everybody looks so good. And they've been working so much. Give him a hand clap. Son, I have missed you. It's so good to have you here. I will always remember your name. Amen. Let's start in Romans one twenty one. Wanna try to look at thankfulness from a different different side. This is fresh, never shared it this way. Romans one twenty one. Because when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful. And that just kind of tore my heart. I thought, when we, when we walk in unthankfulness, we're not glorifying him as God. We're not lifting him and exalting him. Because when they knew God, now this is not talking about the world. This is talking about people that knew him. This was somebody had to know him because when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful. But they became vain in their imagination and their foolish hearts was darkened. I'm telling you, friend, it's a setup. If the devil can get you unthankful, he'll set you up. If he can ever get you for taking for granted, unthankful what's going on in your life, when they became unthankful, they became vain in their imaginations. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. And changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like the corruptible man, the birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. And there's a sermon in here, and I'm not going to touch it today. But the biggest holidays in America, they changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image. They've took, they've took that little baby in a manger, and they made it to a corruptible man, Santa Claus. And they've took this season of Thanksgiving, and people are excited more about a turkey than they are the God that died for us. They're more excited about a four-footed beast, a little old rabbit, than they are a savior that died at Calvary. And creeping things, they spend more billions of dollars are spent on, on Halloween on creeping things. And they've changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image. But somebody's still going to love him and exalt him and bless him and praise him. I want to warn you today, John 10.10, 10, there's an enemy out there. The thief come not for but to steal and to kill and to destroy And I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. The thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I am come that they might have life and they might have it more abundantly. Exodus 20, 24. I want to go this from a different direction. An altar of earth thou shalt make unto me and thou shalt sacrifice thy own, thy own, thy burnt offerings and thy peace offerings and thy sheep and thine oxen in all places where I record my name. I will come unto thee and I will bless thee. The only way in the Old Testament man could approach God was through a blood offering. There had to be a sacrifice. Leviticus 14.25 And he shall kill the lamb of the trespass offered. And the priest shall take some of the blood of the trespass offered and put upon the tip of the right ear of him that is to be cleansed and upon the thumb of the right hand and upon the great toe of his right foot. Hebrews 9.22 And almost all things are by the law purged with blood, and without the shedding of blood is no remission. Go with me back to Genesis 4, 3, 4 and 3, 4 and 5. And in the process of time it came to pass that Cain brought the fruit of the ground and offered unto the Lord. And Abel he also brought of the firsting of the flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. It was not because that Cain 
brought a naughty apple or a wormy orange. It was because when you approached God, there had to be a blood sacrifice. It couldn't be something you grew or did or something you accomplished. It had to, the life had to be shed. There had to be blood. So God did not reject Cain's offer for any reason except it came without blood. And then when Abel came, he brought also the first of his flock of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering, up to Cain and to his offering. He had not respect. And Cain was very wroth and his countenance fell. We have a generation today, we cannot approach God on religion or good merits, but when we come through the precious blood of Jesus, when we just come saying, I am so thankful that you died for me. Now you go over to Hebrews, and Paul wrote, he said in Hebrews twelve twenty four, and to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. So the blood of Jesus, hallelujah. And I don't want to preach this, but I want to stop and touch on it for a minute. In the book of John, we find he, the, 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 the tomb is empty and they've come and they, they see the angel, they look, think it's a garden, they're looking, they looking for Jesus, they can't find him. And he said, he who you seek, he's risen, he's not here. And so then you turn around and Murray comes up to him and Jesus is standing there. He's risen from the grave in his, in his new body and he reaches out to touch her. He says, don't touch me yet. You, you can't touch me. Don't you touch me, woman. This is a woman that, 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 that is coming him. When nobody else is there, she shows up. And Jesus won't let her touch him. But, but I read other places in the Bible. There's, there's one with the, that, that had a reputation. She's washing his feet and he's all excited. Others are bringing him things. But here's a woman that's heard his resurrection and he won't let her touch him. Don't you touch me. And then I turn around just a few verses later and he finds Thomas and he says, touch me, son. Put you, put you, put it in my hand. Touch my side here. Why is it that Jesus won't let this lady touch him but just verses later Thomas can touch him? you got to understand all testament order. Before the blood can, be, can make a difference in anybody's life, it's got to be sprinkled on the altar. Somewhere between these verses right here, Jesus literally left the, 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 this natural position right here and he ascended into the heavens. Hallelujah. And he took that blood that was slain. Hallelujah. And he walks back and forth that holy altar that Ezekiel, that, that Isaiah saw. I saw the Lord high and lifted up and his train filled the, and Jesus walked back and forth with a big smile on his face saying, devil, it's finished now. And he sprinkled his blood on that altar and when he sprinkled his blood on that altar it became whosoever will let him come it was no longer just a Jewish or a Hebrew religion us Gentiles we could come through the blood of Jesus to have eternal life and somebody ought to praise him out loud hallelujah hallelujah when that priest when that priest got ready to go behind that holy curtain in the holiest of holies if there's so much as a speck of dust anything on him he had to wear a certain type of britches that would not sweat. If there was anything on him represented flesh he would be killed. He would be slain. Jesus said I'm getting ready to go in the holy place and I can't take nothing flesh with me. I'm in this glorified body and lady I can't let you touch me till I come back. But when I come back I'm not coming back as a high priest going to sprinkle the blood. I'm coming back as your risen Savior. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody ought to praise him out loud. Somebody hallelujah. 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 So 2016, 
We didn't have to drive through the Amish community and stop and buy lamb. We didn't have to go by the farmer's market and buy a dove or a goat or a pigeon. We can come into the same presence they could come into the Old Testament. And this is what I want to preach. I want to preach about every once in a while you find somebody born before their time. David was an Old Testament prophet. We call him a psalmist. He was a prophet too. You read, you read Psalms 22. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? This man was a prophet. You, you read some of his what are these wounds in the hands where I was wounded in the house of my this man was a prophet but you read him hallelujah and you go over to about Psalms 100 could you bring that up daughter here's an Old Testament prophet hallelujah when to come before God you had to bring a, a dove when to come before God you had to bring a lamb when to come before God you had to bring a goat or a pigeon but David said I'm prophesying I'm telling you time you won't have to bring a lamb and slay it you won't have to bring the, the blood of a dove or a goat you can walk into his presence with the hallelujah. You can walk in his presence with the praise of the Lord. You can walk in his presence where you're holy and you're pure and you make a joyful noise unto the Lord all ye lands. Would somebody in the house make a joyful noise? Hallelujah. Now hallelujah. Would somebody do it again? Make a joyful noise. Hallelujah. Serve the Lord with gladness. Hallelujah. 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 Somebody help me have church. Serve the Lord with gladness. Hallelujah. He don't want me here if I wish I was in the beer joint. He ain't going to accept my praise if I'll be here, but I wish I was out summer's drunk. He said, if you're going to serve me, you got to serve me with gladness. If you want me to accept it, you got to want to do this. You can't be here to please Sheila Anthony. You can't be here to please your boys. you got to be here because I'm God. you got to want to be here. you got to serve me with gladness. Hallelujah. 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 I wish somebody said out loud, I want my gladness back. I want my gladness gladness back. I want my gladness back. I don't, I, I haven't heard it lately. It's something my grandma would say. Well, they're just trying to pull the wool over your eyes. My grandma would say that. The devil's read the Bible. He's trying to pull the wool over somebody's eyes. You thought, you thought, you thought the only way you could lose the blessings of God or the protection of God or the favor of God was go get drunk and get out of church. But the devil said, I realize, I don't mind you standing in church if I can steal your praise. I don't, I don't mind, I don't mind if I don't get you in the, I don't even care if I can't get you back in the beer joint if I can just steal your praise. Cause I've studied the nature of God. Hallelujah. And I can't steal your praise till I steal your thankfulness. Cause if as long as you're thankful, you're gonna praise Him. But if I can ever stop you from being thankful, it won't be long till I can dry up your praise. Hallelujah. 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 Don't want no hands lifted. I don't want you to respond. Hallelujah. But my little sister, she's still going through treatments and all. Her bloods went from three to five, something the highest it's been since. And then we're about to shout, hallelujah. But they say she's still got cancer. Hallelujah. If you've not got cancer, you ought to praise the Lord. If you've not had a heart attack this year, you ought to praise the Lord. If you don't got TB, if you've not had an aneurysm this year, you ought to praise the Lord. Hallelujah. If you woke up and you weren't in some prison for 30 years, you ought 
ought to praise the Lord. If you woke up and you were able to dress yourself, you ought to praise the Lord. If you woke up and you were able to think, you ought to praise the Lord. If you woke up and you had a bed to sleep in, you ought to praise the Lord. If you woke up and you had a little bit of feed to food to eat, I don't care if it's just a toast and a little water, you ought to praise the Lord. You ought to praise the Lord. You ought to praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We're hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, it's the devil. He's got our eyes on what's wrong and we forgot what's right. He's forgot he's got our eyes on what they turned around and we forgot what has turned around. But God is looking for somebody that'll be thankful. Is there a thankful person in the house? Is there somebody thankful in the house? Is there somebody thankful in the house? God's looking for somebody that'll be thankful. He said, you don't have to have a goat. Hallelujah. I'm going to preach this hard. He said, used to, you tried to come in my presence without a goat, blood, I'd kill you. You wouldn't walk out. They'd, they'd take a rope and they'd drag you out. He said, but this new order, he said, they try to come in without a praise. And he said, I'm not going to receive it again. You play your songs, preach your sermon, but I'm not going to show up if you don't praise me. I'm not going to turn it around if you don't praise me. I'm not going to fight for you if you don't praise me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The devil's trying to pull the wool over something. Well, Brother Anthony, I'm standing in church. I don't want to be mean. It's not enough. It's not enough not to get drunk. It's not enough not to shoot up drugs. It's not enough to stay on the wrong bed. It's not enough. you got to wipe a tear. you got to say, I don't feel like it, but he's worthy, and I'm going to praise the Lord. My world's falling apart, but I'm going to praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I wish I had a praiser in the house. I wish I had somebody that wouldn't intimidate it or shy or bashful. I wish I had somebody that realized I ought to be in hell. I shouldn't have got back up. It shouldn't have turned around. I should have died. Hallelujah. 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 I'm going to make a way. I'm going to move for you. But I want you to fight and get your praise back. I want you to fight and get your praise back. Would you help me preach? Would you turn around and tell somebody? Everybody in the building's going through something. Go ahead and tell somebody. And I know some of you loads. I don't know how you're making it. Hallelujah, Daniel Boone's not my hero no more. Uh, John Wayne, not my hero. It's little men and women sitting here. I watch you wipe a tear and get up and praise you. You're my hero. Hallelujah, if they'd kept writing the Bible, I believe some of your names would have been in the next book. You're real soldiers. You're made out of the real stuff. But we got some of us in here. We want to quit when we get a hangnail and we want to quit when we get our feelings hurt and we want to quit when we get discouraged. The devil is a liar. I'm going to learn to wipe a tear and get up worship. I'm going to learn to cry all night get up worship. I'm going to learn to fight hell and worship. I'm going to learn to walk through the storm and worship. Hallelujah. Because he's good to me. He is good to me. He's good to me. He's good to me. He is good to me. Well, Brother Anthony, we're just going to nip that in the bud. You don't know what I'm going through. Because what I'm going through, it's bigger than what everybody else is going through and I'm exempt. No. In everything, give thanks. 
For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Not because of everything, but in everything. He's still the one that died for you. In everything. Muhammad's not the door. Buddha's not the door. Hallelujah. Cocaine's not the door. Jack Daniel's not the door to peace, to serenity, to hope, to eternal life. Hallelujah. Jesus is the only door in everything. Give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. In everything. Give thanks. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The devil's trying to pull the wool over somebody's eye. He said, if I can steal your thankfulness, if I can get you eyes focused on what you're going through, it may not, you may not come back in my house, but I'm going to keep you out of his presence. And if you stay out of his presence long enough, hallelujah, you'll give up on him. Hallelujah. Church ain't going to help us. Another sermon's not going to help us, but the presence of Jesus will drive hell back. Just a few minutes in the presence of Jesus. Just a few moments in the presence of Jesus. And I got a prophecy for somebody today. I don't want, I don't know what the other 190 people's going to do, but if 10 people in here would really praise the Lord, he'd walk up, he'd sit down beside you, and he'd change doctor's report and financial's report. He'd touch your children and your family. If somebody will leave the house with the spirit of gratitude and appreciation and of thankfulness, Jesus will fight for you. 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 I remember, I remember uh, coming home from school a time or two and got with the wrong crowd, had a bad day. I remember daddy getting me by the neck and said, son, I think we need an attitude adjustment. Can I, be, can I be dad for a minute? Every once in a while we need to realize, but he's still God. I know hell's raging, but he's still God. And I know everything around me's shaking, but he's still God. You, you got to understand this. This is so good. You got to understand this. When Peter's walking on the water, he's not close to a beer joint. He's not close to a dance hall. He's not close to something filthy. He's that close to Jesus and gets his eyes off of Jesus and he begins to go down. Hallelujah. I'm challenging somebody right now. Tell the devil he's a liar. I'm going to get my eyes back on Jesus. Yes, this wave's big. And yes, the hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Micah got a revelation out of that this week I've never heard before. He said, Daddy, when we see this thing on the water, he said, we see just pretty level water. He said, but according, he said, the water's just not, not that smooth. He said, it's like this. He said, he's not only, he's not just walking level, he's having to climb. Sometimes you got to climb and keep your eyes on Jesus. Sometimes you got to reach out and keep your eyes on Jesus. I wish somebody'd stand back to your feet and say, God, before I leave today, restore my thankfulness. Would somebody say it out loud? Restore my thankfulness. 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 Kenneth, you're one of the greatest men I know. And and on eternity is going to reveal how many people you've touched walking through this storm. I didn't think I'd ever tell this out loud. But a year and a half, year ago, a little whiny me, feelings hurt, discouraged, walking here. Somebody's preaching that night. Heaven came down. Altar called, and I thought, I'm going to go to the altar, and I'm going to deal with this. I looked over the altar, and there you are crying, loving him. And I'm praying, help my wounded feeling. And you're praying, I want to raise my boy. 
I'm praying, God, let me just feel better. You're praying, I want to be there for Tammy. Lord, heal this. I'm a man of God. Take this out of me. And for a year and a little over a year, I'll never be the same because I knelt beside you for five minutes. And I get caught up in my junk sometime and I tell devil, you're a liar. If this man can go what he's going, I feel something in here right now. Hallelujah. 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 I feel the Holy Ghost in here right now. Hallelujah. 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 I feel the Spirit of God in this house right now. Hallelujah. I wish somebody'd stay in feet and say, God, I want my thankfulness back. Would somebody please do it? God, I'm tired of seeing this unthankfulness. I've been working on this for about two weeks. I feel like preaching now. In everything, give thanks. In everything, give thanks. In everything, give thanks. Tammy, stand up just a second, little angel. Hallelujah. If these two soldiers can walk through what they're going through, walk in here and lift their hands up and praise God. Hallelujah. Ain't nobody exempt. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can't all it take is just a touch from heaven. All it take is just a right, Steve. All it takes is just a right presence to fall in the house. Joanne, all it takes is just Jesus to walk in here. Just a breath from heaven, and it can burn every bit of that out. All it takes is a move of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want my thankfulness back. I told Shul this week, I said, I'm, I'm so hard on myself at times, but I have, I have no. Some of you have had just a really good life. I have zero reason to whine. I have a house that has water in it. I didn't have a house that had water in it until I was about 12 years old. I have a house that has a restroom in it. I didn't have a house that had a restroom in it until I was about 12, 14 years old. I have a warm place. Only warm place in our house till I was about 14 was about two feet from the heater. And if you weren't just right, you'd burn. And if you backed up too far, you froze. Beans and potatoes and potatoes and beans. Little deer meat, a hog about three months a year till it's all eat up. Cornbread and potatoes, potatoes and cornbread. Didn't know what eating out was until I was 11 or 12. Didn't know what it was to go get a hammer. I feel the Lord in here right now. Then I got a right to whine and complain. Our babies have any toy you can think of. I was preaching in Jamaica. They'd take a, a, a quart milk carton, put a stick through it, and put little old, take and cut sticks and make wheels. Them babies would laugh and run and play. They, they didn't even have a bicycle. They'd take a busted bicycle tire, take a stick and roll it 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 and laugh and play. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I feel the Holy I'm not being mean. But the next three days, set your babies down and teach them about thankfulness. Set your babies down and help them to realize God's been good to us. Listen, hallelujah. 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 I know I get to preach it like this and I get in trouble but set your babies down instead of you wanting another toy there's some baby in the county that got no toy what would you share with them what would you give with them you are hallelujah 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 
Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Nobody knows the troubles I've seen. I know you're going to think this little preacher's mean, but God said, don't come before me, Molly Grubbin. Don't come before me whining. Come before me singing. I can fix everything I'm God. I can turn everything I'm God. I can change everything I'm God. But next to daughter, know you that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us and not we are his self. We are his people and the sheep of his pastor. I wish somebody be bold and say, help me, shepherd. Shepherd, help me. I'm hungry. I'm afraid. I'm thirsty. I'm in trouble. Help me, shepherd. Lord Jesus, help me. Again, daughter, enter to his gates with thanksgiving. This is what I want to preach. Here's an Old Testament prophet knowing that if you come, you got to go to the tabernacle and bring a dove or a lamb or a goat. you got to bring blood. But David said, I, I got a vision. I see a lamb out there that's about to die. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I hear him crying. I hear him crying, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? I see the order's going to change, and you'll no longer have to stop and buy, bring a dove or a, or a goat or a pigeon. I see where you can have the same glory. You can walk right into the holy place, and all you need is to enter in with thanksgiving. But it, David, hallelujah, hallelujah. I don't want to make you mad, but I got to preach. But David said, I don't care how pretty your sermon is or your song is. If you don't got a spirit of thanksgiving, he's not going to let you in. If you're not thankful, he's not going to let you in. If you don't show thankfulness to him. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. The spirit of thanksgiving is actually Jesus' bodyguard. When Ronald Reagan came and spoke in Athens... They had bodyguards. You could only get so close to him. And Jesus said, yes, I've got angels around me, but my bodyguards are spirit of thankfulness. And when you're unthankful, I'm going to keep you back a ways. But if you want to get close to me. And it's more than just the right cliche, and it's more than just the right words. It's right here, a spirit of thankfulness. It's more than, it's more than the, the right motions. You can sing, oh, how I love Jesus. And be unthankful inside. And never move him. But you can be thankful inside. And hell will have to back up because he'll walk up. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. The economy, the nations, everybody going through so much. We ought to make up our mind. When I get somewhere passing Brother Richard's. Paul, some of these houses, TV studio. I come to this gate, I'm putting everything on the shelf. When I walk in here, my mind's not be cluttered. I'm going to come in, Lord, Lord, I was that one you died for. 
I was that one. I was that one that needed the blood. I was that one that you bled for. And I've come back to say thank you. 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 Hallelujah. Let's do more than eat a turkey or a ham this week. Let's do more than eat cranberry sauce and a pumpkin pie. Let's get go to bed and wake up. Lord, I love you and I thank you. Let's let's find somebody. Let's talk to our children, our, our spouse about being thankful. Hallelujah. In fact, we ought to write us a list down of things we're thankful for. And if you'll begin to write your list down of things you're thankful for, you'll realize, and I can't help but preach this, but go back. Mo, Mo Truck's getting a lot of years on it now. But I remember when I first got that truck, 350, four-wheel drive, diesel engine, leather interiors, everything you wanted. Then I go down to the post office going to get the mail and I come out and somebody's open the door and it's got a scratch on it. I didn't think about the four-wheel drive. I didn't think about the two-tone. I didn't think about the leather interior. I didn't think about the diesel. All I thought is it's got a scratch on it and I don't think I like it no more. And that week, if anybody had offered me anything, you'd have got you a truck. I don't know if it's your marriage or walk with God, but life has scratches. Hallelujah. 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 Get you some buffing compound, work on that scratch, and go on living for God and worshiping God and praising God and exalting God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You live for God long enough, life's going to have some scratches. Everybody thinks everybody else got their perfect marriage. Uh, Sheila'd probably have one, but she picked me. And in fact, in fact, if I'd have really thought it out and realized she'd date me, I probably wouldn't have dated her. <laughs> That's supposed to be a joke you're supposed to laugh. <laughs> but we're going to have problems, friends. Well, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, heal some homes in here today. Touch some lives in here today. Heal some relationship with moms and sons and daddies and daughters and daddies and sons and moms and daughters. God, heal some relationship. Touch some lives. Hallelujah. 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 My little old daddy, my hero. I love my little old mom. Ain't, ain't probably ain't nobody in the building. Well, I got the roughest old mom and dad. One day, one day, and I know mine's at the age, and I don't deal with it. I'm where Corey Ten Boom. She said, "Daddy, when you gonna give me the ticket for that that train?" He said, "Baby, you don't need it till you get to the station. I'll put it in your hand." And I've I've, I've stood at a hundred caskets. I've loved people. I believe when it comes my time, God's gonna give me grace and give you grace. But I know I'm I'm close. Just 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 time tells me I want to have help my mom and daddy. But I remember the time when I, I'm, I'm not 14, I'm not 15, I'm 18 years old. So my, my curfew is 7 o'clock at night, 18 years old. long as you stay under my roof, son, you're going to obey our rules. Hallelujah. Quit telling your babies they can do anything they want when they're 17, 18, 19, 20. When they're 50, you still ought to pray for them. When they're 60, you still ought to pray for them. That's your babies. Somebody got to pray for them. Somebody got to weep for them. Somebody got to get a hold of God. I'm begging young people in here. You take mom and daddy for granted and just they're just there. And then one day you're going to wake up and they're going to be gone. 
I'll wait till Christmas or birthday. Buy mama something this week. Let mama know. Let mama know. Oh, we don't like tell all these stories, but I, I remember I remember no bicycle. Five and dime store, and I still remember the gold brown colored where it was on the rack is thirty seven dollars. I remember my mom and daddy buying it for me. When we walked out of the store, I looked, and my mama's socks didn't match. My mama could have bought a 59-cent pair of socks, but she moved money around to get me an old $37 bicycle. You can forget it. I don't want to forget it. I want to be thankful. I want to be thankful. I want to be thankful. I need to stop preaching for a moment so I lift your hand and say, God, I repent today. I've measured myself with everybody above me, and I've forgot about the other people that are suffering more than me, and I've lost my spirit of thankfulness and appreciation. Would you come back to the music? I'll finish preaching this another time. Jesus just fell in this house. Would you stand to your feet? Would you bow your head? And would you ask the Lord, Lord? I want to do more this week than eat a piece of turkey or ham or cranberry sauce or pumpkin pie. I I, I want my gratitude back. I want my thankfulness back. I've been so hurt and so discouraged. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'd beg you, would a hundred people slip out of your seats and you don't even have to kneel? Would you come and stand in this altar? Would you please come and stand with me and say, God, I I, I want to leave this house. The devil's trying to pull the wool over my eyes. I don't want to go back and sin. I don't want to turn back. And I thought it was enough to live a good, clean life and go to church. But somehow that little old country preacher's got to my heart today. And I realize I used to be so thankful. I used to thank you for everything. And Lord, I don't know. I got hurt. I got weary. I got discouraged. And I lost my heart of thankfulness. But I feel so something breathing in me again. I feel something reviving and stirring in me again. This is my last day. I want to leave here being thankful. Hallelujah. Families that get together, if you you just just come and stand. I wish somebody else had come to these altars. Say, Lord, I want my thankfulness back. I'm sorry, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord. I'm sorry, Lord. I I repent. Friend, he's in this house. He's in this house. Those that you see, bow your head and begin to just reach for him. Lord, I want to be thankful again. I want to be soft again and gentle again and tender again.